And to know that preferences, which is what these are, are completely made up and they can shift, they can change, and it's going beneath, what you're talking about is going beneath the preferences to where you do love this person and you want to have connection with this person and finding that space where you can connect. That's loving through differences. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited and it's already inside you waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love. And in this podcast and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. We're talking about differences. And specifically, we're talking about how to love through the differences. When people are different, and they are. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) they certainly are. And and we're different. We're all different. When we get together, we think that we're not different, but we all are. I'm thinking back to when we first started teaching about love and relationships. This was one of the biggest topics that people kept asking us about. I mean, we've been talking about differences for 20-some years now. And the reason that this is such a big deal, well, it's been big in our life. It's been big in the people that we've worked with in our coaching work. But the, the reason it's so big is that, well, people think it's a problem because they're different than the people in their life. Oh, well, it it does seem to cause big problems. Like I can remember when we were first together and we were just starting our business together and I had the idea that we needed a budget for the <laughs> for our business. And you kept using that word. And I kept using that word. And you you just would close down and and not want to talk about it and get upset and i thought what is wrong with him why why is he so upset over this word because the more i used it the more upset you got isn't that great <laughs> and until finally we really deconstructed what this whole thing was about and that You're talking word, about the word budget that word meant something completely different to you than it did to me. Yeah, I remember when we were uh, having this issue, which is now many years ago, (laughs) but the word budget to me meant, well, it meant a couple of things, but it meant restriction. Mm. It meant uh, that, well, I, I, it was something that was, that was to be mindful of. It was something that, that you had to, you know, that somebody else was going to be watching over you. That, uh, in other words, there was a tightness about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that way at all for you? 
No, I was a library director before uh, you and I got together. And uh, to me, a budget was where I received a certain amount of, of money in the, the library budget, and then I could spend it and figure out how to spend that amount this of money. Is like, this is like total freedom and Christmas. <laughs> you know, you were there as the director of the library for the university, and you got this big budget. <laughs> it's like, to me, that would have been so awesome. Here, you, get, you get all this money, and you get to spend it. So, so the important thing here is that when we deconstructed that and what it meant to each of us, then we, we finally decided to use another word, and then finally, budget didn't have that meaning for you anymore, did it? You know, once I understood yeah. that it, yeah. well, once I understood that budget could mean something totally different. Isn't that something? That is seeing something new, which is we're always talking about that when you see something new. And I hadn't seen that budget could mean something else, something restrictive to somebody. So my eyes were open as well as yours. This is this is really instructive and really helpful. Not because we're telling this story on ourselves about you know how we had this big problem in our early part of our life with a simple word like budget, but what we're pointing to here is how something like one simple word can put two people at odds with each other. When they love each other, they care about each other, they want to be together. And these differences, differences between how one person is going to see maybe raising their children, how one person sees career, how one person sees religion or spirituality, and the other person sees these things totally different. How, you know who and uh, who you visit at the holidays. What family? How long do you stay? All of these kind of things. These are these are places, and you know, there's a million places where people can get stuck. Well, and they get stuck in criticism, and and contempt. Actually, it criticism goes into contempt after a while, where whereas understanding just goes out the door. There's no there's no room for that when there's constant criticism. When I'm thinking, why is he getting so upset with this? It doesn't make sense. When that's going on, I can't really open my heart to finding out. Oh, let me ask some questions here and find out what's really going on. You know, what meaning does is he putting around this word? Or, or whatever differences is coming up. As I'm thinking back to over the years, you know, different coaching clients that we've worked with, different classes that we've held, people we've worked with, people in our own families, some of these things, some of these differences are so huge that it, it seems like the differences are insurmountable. I'm, I'm thinking back to... Um, one man and woman who were coaching clients of mine where uh, apparently she had become a, a quite fond of Scientology. And, you know, I, I don't know much about Scientology, but um, 
I remember that her husband didn't care for the fact that she had gotten involved in Scientology. And it was a huge deal. And, you know, the same thing happens when you've got, you know, one person is one religion, another person's a different mm-hmm. religion. You've got uh, one person who's one political party and another person is another, you know, who, who likes another. That was, that was a thing for us at one time. Mm-hmm. I remember that's one of our famous stories that we tell when, <laughs> you know, I come home one day and announce that I'm going to vote for a certain politician and you were just, you couldn't believe it. And, you, you know, your reaction was, well, no, you're not, or something. Well, I can't remember exactly what it was. but um, And then we, we came to an understanding that I could vote for whoever I wanted to, and that wouldn't change our love. Mm. Yeah. Now, when you settle into what I just said there, that that's huge. That somebody else can be truly different than you and you can still love them. And to know that preferences, which is what these are, are completely made up and they can shift, they can change. And it's going beneath what you're talking about is going beneath the preferences to where you do love this person and you want to have connection with this person and finding that space where you can connect that's loving through differences also don't you think that there's choice here in choosing to love through differences right Tell, tell the story about, I mean, you've talked to two different people this past week who were having trouble with space issues. <laughs> well, as a, at the time that we're doing this podcast recording, we are still uh, neck deep, as I like <laughs> to call it, in uh, COVID-19 issues here in the United States. Uh, you know, coronavirus, COVID-19 is still... Uh, raging like a house fire with a high wind and people are getting this uh, infection left and right people are cooped up and uh, that's a good word isn't it yeah cooped chickens right they're cooped up in Uh their houses and people uh, sometimes have issues with well how much space to give the other people in their world and so somebody asked me the other day we're uh, talking about relationships and so forth and somebody asked me is it okay to ask for more space or you know they were they were talking about uh somebody they knew in their world where one person wanted to have more space if i understood the story right Mm -hmm. one person wanted to have more space and the other person felt like it was like a a sign of true love to have that person <laughs> right there with them all the time. Watching TV or whatever they were doing. Yes. Yeah. that And, you know, that's not just a problem with the pandemic happening. 
because before the pandemic, I uh, several of my coaching clients had this kind of issue that one person wanted time to you know by themselves to to go and and watch sports or do whatever but by themselves and the other person wanted connection in the way of sitting next to that person <laughs> so what what is it how how can you resolve these kinds of differences well one of the first things you have to you have to understand is everything we do is everything we do in our lives is an attempt to get us what we think we want or need that will bring happiness to us. So in other words, if there's something that you think you need, you think that if I get that, then I'm going to be happy. Mm. If this person shows up and acts like this, that means, you know, what, and you make up the story about whatever it means. So the person who wants to be, you know, together all the time, yes. that's where happiness, I'll feel happy when uh, well, that person is right next to me all the time. So it could be happiness, could also be security. Yeah, yeah. Safety. And, and, and the other person, I will be happy when I have that a little bit of time to myself to do what I want. So it works both ways, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so whatever it is that, you know, happiness, security, um, comfort, whatever it is. And when you recognize that, oh, what I really want is, you know, comfort, (laughs) whatever, from this. And you can say, you you can make a request if that's really something that, you really want and and you can absolutely know that that your happiness does not come from outside you to somebody from somebody else that's the first thing to know and that's a big one isn't it that, that's really big the other thing that you know, and we were talking about this a moment ago is that people forget that other people or what other people do they can't make us feel anything they wow, can't yeah yeah so if that person being close to me we think that that means oh that means love or mm, that means i'm important i'm important or that means that they love me mm-hmm. or all like we've made that up right We've made that up. Because we make up our feelings. Our feelings come from our thoughts, from our thinking. Our thinking that we believe. That we believe. Yeah. Yeah. And we think that it comes from how that other person is acting or doing or saying or whatever. But that's that's not what's going on here. When you really get that... No other person, not not only are they not responsible for your own happiness, it's impossible for them to even, I mean, nobody can sit around and have their magic wand and suddenly point it at you and you're happy just because of their beingness. I know that in our relationship, 
um, as close and as connected as we are, our connectedness and our closeness and our love, there's times that I just go off the, you know, just my mind gets out of control on me and I just start thinking the worst. I get down in the dumps. This, these periods of time used to last a good while. Now, not so long, but I still have these down moments. It's very easy and it's very seductive for people to think, oh, that person caused this. Mm. Mm-hmm. That person or this situation caused mm-hmm. this. Outside you. Yeah. When it's impossible for anything or anyone outside of you to cause this. And so how do we know that that's true? I mean, if, if I'm playing devil's advocate here. Well, it's really simple. I'll give you a couple of scenarios where that will, I think, unequivocally, you know, if I'm in the courtroom and I'm, I'm the, you know, I'm the, the prosecutor, uh, unequivocally, this will kind of prove what, what we're talking about here. So there was a situation uh, a while back where somebody we knew passed away. Somebody died. Somebody that at one point in our life was important to us. When we got the news that that person had passed away, that person had died, I was really upset. I was really struggling for a while. But here's the thing. If that person's death was the thing that caused my upset, why wasn't I upset when they really died? It was only when I found out. Hmm. So the actual event had nothing to do with my upset. Otherwise, I would have been upset a day or two before when they actually died. And... You know, there are things that can happen and not only a death or something like that, but there are things that can happen and you, you, Otto, me, Susie, react one way, one, some time that they happen and another way, another time that they happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know, um, I had a death of a really good friend this past year and I uh, felt differently than I did the death of the friend you're talking about but it was still the same situation but it was a it was different so I was the constant here but I felt differently so I went through the process of mourning differently and if if you listeners would just kind of pause and think about, oh, what situation have I gone through one time, one way, and the same or a similar situation go through it another way? Because that happens to all of us. That's what we're trying to say here is that, you know, in a roundabout way... So, so we got to get back around to the the topic of the day. Yes, yes. The topic What's of the day. What's this all have to do with with loving through differences? 
Well, people are different. And loving them becomes a choice. And if you have a a particular moment where you're upset about something they did one time and you're not about mm. s- upset about something they did that was very similar the next mm. time. Well, pretty soon, if you're very wise, <laughs> you, you'll start to see... Or aware. <laughs> or aware. You'll start to see that, oh, all that's going on here is it's not them. It's not what they're doing, but it's what I'm believing about what's going on. Mm. And so... It's loving them, and I hate to say in spite of the fact that they're different, but you know, when when we were first together, one of the things that we figured out is that most people look at differences and they try to make the other person wrong for being different. They try to change them. They try to look at them and you know, in the beginning of a relationship, they say, oh, you know, they're so wonderful. They're so amazing. And I can't believe I got with this person. And you know, not just intimate relationships or somebody that you end up getting married to, but friends and family, co-workers and so forth. And then what happens is you start getting the idea, oh, this person, if they could only change this about themselves, then they would be much better. Not only would they be much better, (laughs) but I would be much better. My life would be better if they were different. And when you start to see that just because they're different and just because they see things differently doesn't make them wrong, that's huge in relationships Mm -hmm. because one of the things we always teach in our work is the idea of how important it is to always be or as much of the time as possible be an invitation to love in other words to to say things to do things to be with people in ways that invite connection and i'll take it a step further otto yeah that for you and i some of our big differences we had to get to the place or we chose to get to the place where we ask, what can I learn from you? That was huge for us. And, and we, you know, talking about loving through differences, that is part of that is, oh, is there something here that I can learn from you? Now, not, and not in all cases, you know, there, there might be like you were talking about differences that were so big that they were against values and and it was it was really something that uh, or maybe agreements were broken um, when there's that you've got to find some common ground or a place to start where you can start to understand one another but doesn't mean that you have to take on what they believe at all that's not what i'm saying here but there are some cases and some some ways that we can learn from each other and we don't have to just hold on to well i'm right and you're wrong because that's really what happens and 
And that's that's what happens that, that kills relationships. This distinction we're talking about here, this was so huge for us. And it's huge for the people that we work with uh, as coaching clients and, and to help people with their relationships. This distinction of the difference between you're so different from me, how can I make you wrong, to the shift is you're so different from me, what can I learn from you? Mm. That is huge. One thing I want to say before we close uh, this podcast episode out is there are always going to be what we'll call deal breakers. There are going to be differences between Mm -hmm. you that when these differences are so true and they really are true it's not just a thought mm-hmm. or anything like that somebody's doing something that violates a a rule in a relationship that's been an agreement of some kind there are always going to be th- things that can happen where it's just such a big deal breaker that the relationship may not survive unless it's one of those things you can work through anything and you can literally love through the differences when you see, really see, that just because they're different doesn't mean they're wrong. And just because they're different, it doesn't mean they need to be changed. Mm-hmm. So let's leave them with a homework question, Otto. So a homework question for this particular podcast episode we're calling Loving Through the Differences a question would be, how have you made yourself right and someone else wrong in a relationship that you, you know, so just spend a moment, think about any relationship and think about how have you made someone else wrong for just simply being different? Something really interesting to think about because it's really true we've found that Love can be there. You can open to connection and love and, you know, true intimacy. If you're talking about, you know, marriages Mm -hmm. or or intimate relationships, that can be there. No matter how different you are, as long as you have other things that are the glue that Mm -hmm. hold you together. And I'd like to add a little bit to that question. Yeah. So if, if there have been differences that have come between you, how can you open to loving through those differences? Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us, or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life, or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, We have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it 
if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.